And we're back. We are back. Two weeks in a row, man. We're killing it. Ugh, crushing it. Killing it. Do we need a theme song? Nah. Not Some kind of intro? No, that requires a lot of work. Yeah. Th- this podcast is the minimal amount of work being put into it, uh, so I don't want to add anything You're else right. on top of that. This is just a voice note <laughs> on my phone. Yeah, for sure. Uh, hi. Welcome back to the weekly regular we have a name. We decided we on a name. name. Yeah, the weekly regular. Hopefully, iTunes has changed the graphic. Right at this point, uh, we are the weekly regulars. My name is uh, Asan, and this is Brandon. Brandon, and uh, welcome to the podcast. Where uh, it's called the weekly regular because we want you to have a weekly conversation, a weekly regular conversation with regular guys. Just some regular weekly, old. a regular conversation. Some. Boring, regular guys. Yeah, we just want to be the two friends that are kind of funny, somewhat charming, that you can talk to without having to invest any real emotion into the actual friendship. Yeah. It's what more could you ask for? Exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's the that's the idea. Uh, yeah, just chit-chatting. Hopefully, you like our personalities enough to continue to listen. Uh, but yeah, that's what we're here to do. Uh, every once in a while, we'll have a... The weekly regular guys will uh, pick a topic and we'll do a deep dive. Ooh, a deep, deep dive. dive. Yeah, we'll do a deep dive on a topic, whether it's like, I don't know, anything that we like. We may review a movie one week. Going deep. We may uh, review an album that we like. Super deep. We may uh, talk about a subject in school that we loved. Get down there. Or maybe something in the news or in the headlines we may just do a, a deep dive on. Diving deep, and when we do those episodes, we will uh will be joined by a special guest. Uh, each time will probably be a different guest, uh, someone who's relevant, um, to that topic or that uh that thing we're talking about. So looking forward to those. Those will happen periodically, and that should be fun. We have some really big, really cool guests lined up, so I'm really excited to actually to some get to those massive guests. I can't believe some of these yeah, people. Drake Drake said no. But oh, he did. Okay. Everyone else confirmed though. Okay, good. Because I know there was a lot of back and forth with yeah. him, so I wasn't. Sure. Yeah, his people were calling my people, and the long distance charges to Canada were crazy. So we just, you know, we just went separate ways. Oh, you were trying to do it on a phone line, not over the internet. Yeah, like Skype or. Well, we were in the Bahamas, so it was really hard to. Oh, <laughs> you were down there for Firefest or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I, so Firefest is in the news this week because two, not one, but two documentaries. Uh, have been produced and released about that travesty that happened in the Bahamas. Uh, do you know about Hulu's being a surprise? No, I didn't know that. Explain it to me. Because Netflix announced, like, hey, we're doing this documentary on Firefest and it's coming up. And, and Hulu's then, like, uh, uh, us too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, uh, uh, send it out a week before, guys. And they did. And they like, the idea was they were supposed to beat them to the punch. But from what I hear, the Netflix one is better than the Hulu one. Uh, I've only seen the Netflix one. It is very good. So if the Hulu one is as good or better, then it's it's also pretty good. I haven't seen the Hulu one, though. But I, I have heard, this is just conjecture, I don't have any facts, but I have heard that the Hulu one was made with the expressed consent, which means paid for consent by the the guy who's in prison, Billy, yeah, Billy McFarland. McFarland. Uh, he's actually interviewed in the, the documentary. In too. the Hulu one? In the Hulu one. Okay, yeah, because yeah, there's a bunch of footage of him in the next Netflix one, but he's not he's not 
explicitly on camera for the documentary purposes. Right. That makes me want to see the Netflix one. Yeah, it's good. Like it's it's always better to watch incriminating footage about someone that they don't know they're in. Right. And they didn't go, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll sign off on that. Yeah. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I watched the the Netflix version. It I, You haven't watched either? At this I, I have not, no. It's it's crazy. Yeah. It's like it's as it's as crazy as you think it is and then more than that <laughs> oh uh yeah he he because i was watching it like maybe with the benefit of the doubt the whole time like for anybody who doesn't know this guy named billy mcfarlane um he's like kind of like a spent his whole life trying to become the next like mark zuckerberg like create some new social media platform or new thing that would make him you know the next big entrepreneur he started first with like a, a private like credit card called magnesis and then uh once is that the, the x-men villain yeah yeah oh. uh named after the x-men villain uh the cards are made of metal too which is that's intense makes, huh? makes sense yeah so that kind of floundered and then he took what he earned in in air quotes or inverted commas as they say in england uh he took those earnings quote unquote and um and put it into along with a bunch of uh, investor money into this app called Fire. Have you heard of the Fire app or what it was? I've heard, what I've it heard was of going the Fire to Emoji. Yeah, it's different from the Fire Emoji. This one's spelled with a Y, F-Y-R-E. Gotcha, gotcha. So it was an app basically that was like the people are in retrospect are saying it would have been like the Uber of booking artists artists recording artists to perform at festivals and concerts. So like you'd go on the app and instead of having to reach out to whoever drake or kanye's uh booking agent is you would go to this app and through the app platform you could book these people to perform at different things so when you were trying to book guests for our podcast you should have used the fire app to i, get I drake. tried but it was like you need to update to the latest version when i tried it gave me like an fbi warning so oh tight 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 <laughs> no uh so that was what the fire app was going to be and uh in in efforts to um promote it they were going to throw uh a big uh, music festival on a on a deserted island, Pablo Escobar's deserted island uh, in the Bahamas. Tying in with another Netflix show, Narcos. Narcos. They should do Narcos Bahamas and <laughs> make it about Billy <laughs> McFarlane. That'd be crazy. It'd be great, though. It'd be like two episodes long, though. It, it was over pretty quickly. But uh, also, Ja Rule's around for most of this, which is, it sounds weird and it sounds made up, but no, he was, that he was like... makes me so happy. Yeah. I love Ja Rule. See, I would have gone to Fire Festival if Ja Rule was scheduled to perform. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know about Fire Festival is because of Ja Rule. Everything would I would have slept through a rainstorm in a in a hazmat tent if I knew that I got to wake up in the morning and and hear what would I be without you? That would have been it'd have been totally worth it. It'd have been totally worth it to relive 2004. Oh yeah. Um No, so it's crazy. So like all these people so like it was marketed to like wealthy people with expendable income that are like in their mid-20s early 20s and uh, so, so it was marketed instagram to, influencers right it was marketed to influencers and essentially paid for by influencers because their whole marketing scheme was we're gonna pay the biggest influencers and the biggest models on instagram to promote this thing uh they paid kendall jenner like a quarter million dollars just for one instagram post saying hey come to fire festival dang and they paid for all of this up front with investor money and when i say investor i mean people who were swindled and giving money to this guy <laughs> 
That sucks. <laughs> yeah, he basically valued his company at way higher than he could ever imagine it would be uh, in fudge numbers. and Because that's what he's in prison for. He's not necessarily in prison for... Um, the festival. Yeah, he, he's not in prison for letting people's expectations down, because I would be serving 25 to life if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's in prison for forging documents and like fraud with numbers and whatnot. But So these people were spending like... Basically, he was trying to sell them the idea of like, you can come spend a weekend in the Bahamas with, you know, the biggest celebrities, the, the hottest Instagram models. And Ja Rule. And Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so he was selling like these like luxury cabanas, quote unquote, for like 250 grand for the weekend and all these luxury oh, villas and stuff. And it, <laughs> he, they shot this amazing trailer and it looked amazing. But when, of course, when people got there, it was like, like literally leftover like hurricane relief tents that didn't withstand the rainstorm the night before which is kind of ironic because they were built to withstand rainstorms (laughs) assumingly much more violent rainstorms than the ones that hit them but all the mattresses were soaked there were no like lights for people to see where they're going it was just crazy you should watch Uh, it it's really crazy and so this guy and his team around them are just a bunch of like narcissists and pathological liars and just crazy people it's wild um, I did look up uh, the guy, Billy McFarland, mm-hmm. and I saw his picture, and I was like, McFarland? Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this guy Seth McFarland's son? See, I thought that, but it's spelled differently. Yeah. And yeah. he lo- he does look like he could be his son, but it's it's not him. Yeah. And just for the record, Seth McFarland's name is spelled wrong. His last name. <laughs> Mac- Billy McFarland's last name is spelled correctly. <laughs> McFarlane is <laughs> yeah. Seth. It's not right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was crazy. You should watch the documentaries though. It's crazy. Have you ever had like a like an idea for like an app or something like that or like some Wow, kind of- man. <laughs> wow. Right to it, huh? This is why you want to talk about Firefest, huh? Yeah. Dang. Tell, tell everyone what your app idea was. Let's talk. All let's right. get into it. All right, we're getting into it. Let's get into it. Uh, I would love to talk about this cuz I would love for uh, there to be some humor uh, brought to this. Well, I can't promise you that, but <laughs> I'll take the story. Yeah, so uh, I had an idea for an app, and it was um, uh, basically I thought like, well, uh, music notation is cool. Um, Like if you want to make sheet music, um, and being a musician, that's something that I do a lot. So I was like, man, I can scribble out a chart really quickly by hand. But I can't, uh, it, like, it takes me longer on the computer, um, and, it, and it looks ugly if I if I do it by hand. Uh, so there's got to be a way with the iPad mm-hmm. to use, like, a stylus and write it out and then have it convert for you to, to sheet music. Uh, so I started, like, mapping out... Um, Actually, I think I have the notebook here if you want to see it. No, uh, man, I, don't, I don't care that much. Okay, all right. Uh, but all of, like, I sketched out, like, how the whole thing would work and, like, here's the interface design ideas and whatever. Um, and so then I hit up my buddy, Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, was, Is this before or after your time working at Magnesis? <laughs> that was just before. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Um, and, no, I did You guys up- met on a yacht. <laughs> In the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, uh, uh, with a friend of mine, we um, like had a corporation and everything, and we um, 
we hit up a handwriting recognition company. They are uh, based in France, and they were like the biggest handwriting recognition company. Um, if you have a Samsung phone... you want to phone... act out that conversation? I've been working on a killer French accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Uh, allo? Uh, hi, uh, my name is Brandon, and this is my buddy Ja Rule. Hey, uh... What's up? We're just living all right, it up. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> this is doomed <laughs> from the beginning. I had a moment where I looked at you and I was like, "Are you Ja Rule? Am I Ja Rule? Who's Ja Rule?" Should I be offended that you just oh, did, did that voice? <laughs> it's Ja Rule. Uh, I feel like that's 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 fair game. You're like uh, you're like all right. I'm gonna do Foghorn Leghorn real quick. <laughs> Like, whoa, exactly. take he's, it easy. he's a caricature for sure. <laughs> uh, so you called the French company. I called the the French people and I was like, "Hey, do you guys do music symbols? Because they do a, bo- a whole bunch of different languages. If you have a Samsung phone and your um, your phone does handwriting recognition, that's this company. So they're a big deal. And we called them and we're like, "Hey, do you have um, a way to do music notation?" And they said, "No. Why?" And we're like, well, so we started partnering with them and we were going to build with them a handwriting recognition software that then we were going to integrate into our app um, so that you could convert all of the music notes and clefs and sharps and all that stuff um, to uh, printed notation. And how much, how much money do you need up front to, to start this process? Like how much capital did you net guys need to go in to fund a project like this? That's a great question. So um, I, at the time, uh, did not know anything about coding. Do you now know anything about coding? Uh, we'll, we'll get there. I don't want to spoil the ending. <laughs> okay. I don't want to spoil it. Keep you on the edge of your seat. So uh, neither one of us did. And uh, so we were like, well, we need to code it. Uh, what should we do? So we looked up these developers, um, and we actually met with a development company in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. That's where like a lot of them are, I would imagine. Yeah. And we were like, hey, uh, how much would it cost to make this app? We're working mm-hmm. with this French company. Mm-hmm. And they were like, awesome. It's going to cost this much. And we were like, great. Um, it was like, on their end, it was like $100,000, $120,000, something like that. Wait, what? Yeah. Like that you would have to pay? Mm-hmm, them to make this app. So um, you, you, it was going to cost you and your business partner a hundred to $120,000 yes. for them to make the app? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a, what we were trying to do was very, very complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so that's what they quoted us. And we went, okay, cool, no problem. We'll get that money. So we <laughs> made a Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Uh, but before we made the Kickstarter, so we robbed a bank. Before we <laughs> launched it, uh, our Kickstarter was like 150, 160 total, just with like marketing expenses and like just so you guys could pocket an extra we 20, 20 to, 30 grand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh, we were uh, trying to defraud everyone. gambling debts yeah. that you wanted to <laughs> settle. And I get it. A new car, a Tesla, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so it, it totaled up to like 150 or 160, something like that. And we were like, well, uh, we know what we want it to look like, but we don't have any way to build it yet. So let's make a promo video. Uh, oh, similar, Billy McFarlane style. <laughs> similar to Firefest. All, right. All right. And man, as I talked through this, I think I am Billy McFarlane. This really sucks. So we made a promo video. Am I going to prison? <laughs> I'm, well, some people wanted me to. Yeah. Uh, so we made a promo video. And... Um, 
we didn't have a working app, but we wanted just a teaser to pique people's interest. Uh-huh. And so we we used there was an another app, an iPad app that you could build like mockups for other apps and you could do like a design a little interface and you could say oh this button then hit that and take me to this screen and it's not coding because it doesn't actually do anything it's all still images so oh. uh we designed in this app a little like walkthrough of how the the app would and work do you have to pay to use that app that was i think it was like 10 bucks that's a genius idea why didn't we think of that Right, if a, you want a to fake build app, an app maker. Here's an app to show you what it would be like if you built an app. You can't actually build it. Right. Uh, it's an app simulator app. An app. An app app. Yeah. So that brings now the total to one hundred and sixty thousand and ten dollars. Gotcha. And uh, so we we made this thing, and then we worked with a friend of ours, and he shot the video for us. And the video, uh, if it weren't for uh, spoiler alert: How it were rece- how it was received, uh, which is poorly. Well, great, and then poorly. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What does I that would mean? say. Well, you again. I'm I'm teasing the ending. Uh, you'll find out in a sec. But uh, it, I was very proud of how it, it was very like Apple-y, the commercial. So it was like there was U two playing. If U two was in it, it was crazy <laughs> expensive. So hello, now that brought the total hello. to two hundred and eighty thousand and ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what the thing was was uh, da, 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 da. is that uh, Jay Z Joy of Man's Desiring uh, by Bach, right? It's an old old piece. So, sure. right. Uh, the the point being, it starts with one person and they have their iPad and they write out a line and then they're like you know at the piano and they they write out this line and it goes boom and they hit a button and it it converts it right. I mean, it fake converts it because the app is not real, but the video looks like it's converting it. And uh, then it goes to another person, and they're doing something different. They're playing guitar. So now you hear the sound of a guitar, and he's writing it out. And so it's like onto an iPad. Onto an iPad, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so each person, they're writing out the same stuff, but like their version of it, and the music is changing with it. So it was this awesome commercial. It was like a a minute long, Mm -hmm. and so it was just showing how the app works, and it was specifically vague, trying to like pique people's interest. Mm-hmm. So then at the end of the commercial, it pops up and it says, uh, coming soon, and then the, the website to go to. And all the website was, was uh, the video, and then it had an email sign up. It said, hey, if you want more info, here's our social stuff, um, and here's uh, our email list. Um, yeah, and we were intentionally vague. We were trying to pique people's interest because we're trying to raise a lot of money for Kickstarter. So... Uh, it turns out we did pique people's interest and in like a week it had like a hundred thousand views and we had like 5,000 email signups, um, uh, a bunch of follows on, on social networks, et cetera, et cetera. People were talking about it, uh, tweeting about it. Cause this was a few years ago. Uh, and it was like all the rave and it was awesome. And the big mistake that we made, uh, is we waited too long to release the Kickstarter. How long did you wait? It was like two weeks. And here's why. So we had the video. We should have done the video. If I had known it was going to blow up, we should have launched it sooner. But we had a two-week span. And in that span, there's this guy, and I'm not going to name him or his website. But uh, it was his personal vendetta to shut us down and prove to everyone that we were scam artists. And then we were, we were Billy which, McFarlane's. Which you, which you were. <laughs> 
Um, hold on. Let's take a second. We'll 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 leave a space, and then when you say the person's name, and then we'll come back and edit it out. But we'll leave this part in because this part's funny. Wait, what? So we'll take a second right why now. Why do you? Why are you so curious? Why do you want to hear his name? Because I, I, of course, I want it. It's juicy, man. I want to know who it is. Well, it's no one you know. I can Google him. I already know it's a man who cares a lot about music <laughs> notating <laughs> app he, he technology. Cares a lot. Yeah, he does. Okay, let's leave a space. Ooh. Ooh, juicy. It's funny because when we started the podcast about this, um, I was going to ask you, like, I mean, had you guys not heard of these other companies that now exist that do that exact same thing? Right. So those companies <laughs> didn't, didn't exist, exist yet. yet. Gotcha. Uh, so you guys were Steve Jobsing it. We were. Uh, well, no, because he started off at like Microsoft, right? Didn't he? Or something? Or IBM no. or something? No, he started at Apple. No, Steve In Jobs. Garage. No. No, he started at a different computer company, didn't he? No, he didn't. Let's call Ashton Kutcher. He'll settle this. <laughs> hey, Ashton. <laughs> uh, Do you so, think he even remembers playing Steve Jobs? He's like, honestly, like, man. Like, if I called Ashton Kutcher right now, I was like, "Hey, man, tell me about that Steve Jobs movie you're in." He'd probably go. Oh, uh, you know what? I did do a Steve Jobs movie. <laughs> no, he'd be like, no, you're thinking of Michael Fassbender, man. <laughs> every, Wrong guy. I think every actor that's been in acting for at least like five to ten years has at least a couple of those movies where they like completely forgot they did. I feel like most actors who have a f- at least a few movies under their belt have played Steve Jobs at some point. <laughs> yeah, there was, pro- there was so many true. movies. Unless you're, uh, unless you're, uh, what's that guy's name? Bobby Moynihan, not Bobby Moynihan, the other one. Uh, Josh Gad. Uh, Josh Gad, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Unless you're Josh Gad and you played... Uh, Steve Wozniak. Yeah, or Steve, you played Steve Jobs' as, uh, his Igor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Josh Gad is never coming on this podcast now. <laughs> Neither is Steve Wozniak. <laughs> is Steve there Wozniak still that. alive? Yeah. What, is he still working? He doesn't work for Apple. No, he left the company. I think in the nineties. What does he do? He probably started like Ask Jeeves or something. No, he hasn't really done anything like big tech wise. He goes to all the Apple events and he's like a big. He just stands in the back with his arms crossed, like hmm. Yeah, well, no, he's like a big celebrity <laughs> he's, there. He's uh, uh, he's the Amadeus of uh, <laughs> uh, computer. He's like play Steve Wozniak. <laughs> And Steve Jobs is like, ah, oh, now that is a challenge. See, I've seen movies, man. Yeah, man. I know you've seen. Well, you haven't seen Indiana I've seen Jones. White, I've seen white people movies. Yeah, I you just haven't, haven't Indiana Jones, though, man. Because Indiana Jones just doesn't appeal to me, man. There's nothing for me in that movie. Well, it's just a bunch of, you know, yeah. middle-aged. So, when any, first of all, when Indiana Jones comes out, I'm not alive. Second of all, when I am alive in a, in a 13-year-old kid or whatever, when I do like movies like that, that movie's already like 10 years old <laughs> or 15 years old. And it's, if you think about it, they don't really make movies like that anymore. Well, I mean, they do, but not on that level, because think about, it's an action movie, a big, huge action summer blockbuster movie starring a bunch of middle-aged to upper middle-aged to damn near elderly white people. <laughs> like, movies like that don't exist. Like, there's there's those uh, Liam Neeson movies, but even they, you know, have an excuse to, like, put a 20-year-old girl in there. Because, like, it's my daughter. I gotta get right. my daughter. Was that a good Liam Neeson? My daughter. It uh, wasn't that good. My daughter. No. I, I think my jaw rule is better than of, your Liam Neeson. Certain set of skills. <laughs> That's all right. I can I can tell what you're trying to yeah, do. You get where yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Do you think he says like because he's, he's Swedish, right? Uh, or Dutch or something I've, like that. I think he's Swedish. Liam I think it's Neeson. just vaguely European. I feel like he's he's not um, English, but he's British. 
What does that What does that mean? Like he's from Scotland or Wales or something like that. Not like he's from England, but like when it was nights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he is. Oh, he's from Ireland. See, UK. I was right. He's from Northern. Well, Brexit, post Brexit. So you're not right anymore. No, you because the whole. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ah, yeah, it's too good. Uh, Northern Ireland. So he'd be. So he's like. Uh, he's like. Uh, I. <laughs> I have to get my daughter back. <laughs> Is that pretty good? <laughs> I, uh, like he's, I, I have a certain. Se- I, I, I. They're I after have, me, daughter. <laughs> he's a pirate now. <laughs> Arr, they're always, they're always after me, daughter. It's me funny daughter. because uh, my largest uh, uh, percentage is Irish. And I can't do an Irish accent. Largest percentage of what? Of your friend group? Of my of my friend group is Irish. Yeah, I have a no. ton of Irish friends. Exclusively Irish friends. No, your your genetic makeup. You mean? Yes. Have you done like a ancestry.com or a twenty three and Me? I have not. Also, twenty three and Me is a really weird name for a for a family tree like genetic thing. It just sounds so casual. Right. Twenty three and Me sounds like it sounds like a like a health food on the go store uh, yeah like you can get your you know let's just say there are 23 essential foods essential fruits and vegetables i don't know what the real number is but that's what like someone would name their like startup health food restaurant 23 and meat you know yeah smoothies and like sandwiches with no mayonnaise that's everything <laughs> dude i want to eat there right now that sounds delicious vegan a's yeah man uh speaking of things that are named the wrong thing uh <clears throat> Watching that uh, fire documentary, um, that hey, fire, wait, that wait fire a, documentary. Way to circle back. Uh, th- things that are named the wrong thing. Uh, that fire documentary made me think of like pyramid schemes, and I know that that thing wasn't a pyramid scheme, but like that whole sort of like corporate sort of like manipulation of like people beneath you and stuff like that made me think of Ponzi schemes. Like, mm. and also I recently watched an episode of King of the Hill that was about. Uh, Peggy joining a pyramid scheme selling like meta life bars <laughs> and uh, but I think Ponzi scheme is like a bad name for a, a pyramid scheme because it's, it's like too it's too fun of a name Ponzi <laughs> you want to be part of a Ponzi scheme oh that sounds fun Ponzi Ponzi sounds like uh, like a weird variation of shuffleboard that you'd play with your grandpa yeah. So I'd want to go outside Ponzi. and play some, Ponzi, play some Ponzi. Yeah. Take it easy on me. My hips are going, you know. <laughs> All right. Do you use your hips in uh, shuffleboard? I don't think. Or, I don't think like or specifically. What's canasta? I was going to. I, like I can Jewish ask you the same can... question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. So. Your, your app, your app ultimately uh, my failed, app. and your uh, uh, well. So what happened is you're this, wallowing in the disappointment to this day. So this guy uh, decided he was going to take down our app. He wrote a whole blog post about how we were scam artists and we were trying to sell people the Brooklyn Bridge. So anytime I see anyone use that phrase, it hurts a Wait, little. Wait, what does that mean? Like you're trying to sell someone the Brooklyn Bridge. I think it's like, like in the old days, meaning like the 20s or 30s. Like, someone would be like, hey, uh, you there, sir? You, are you interested in buying the Brooklyn Bridge? I don't know if you know hey, this. No hey, one hey, owns don't, it. don't talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk Don't talk to me in that voice. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm uh, triggered right now. Should I go back to Ja Rule? <laughs> 
Those are two voices I never want to hear from you ever again. It's Ja Rule and whatever that old timey voice. Old timey twenties guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, so continue selling someone the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, and so he posts this whole thing, and then not only that, but like, oh, was he saying like selling someone something that already exists? Yeah, or like that I don't actually have to sell. And like, oh, I guess that's either the way. Thing. It's yeah. pretty bad. I know. Like that analogy doesn't really hold up, but it was bad what he was trying to maybe say. Maybe he, maybe that you're like the the Mandela effect is going on, or the Morgan Freeman effect. Maybe that, <laughs> maybe that effect is going on right now, and he actually just coined that that phrase, and it doesn't actually exist, and it's not some phrase you've heard before. I had not heard it before this. So maybe he's just crazy and just like made that up. Because if you say anything... But I've like, heard it since. It, like really? He co- yeah. What is is it the so- same guy saying it to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> About a whole bunch of other stuff. Or he- it's just you and your former business partner saying it to each other all the time because now you guys believe it's a real <laughs> phrase. You're like, man, we'd be so successful right now if we didn't try to sell people the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> Lesson learned. You, you should write a book about like why you should never try to sell people the Brooklyn Bridge, and people are just like really confused. Wait, what? That's not a phrase. <laughs> They're like, what does he mean by this? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, so he uh, then would like he would hit up people on Twitter and Facebook that had posted our video, and would reply to them be like just so you know these guys are scam artists check out my blog post and not only that but like his name the name of his blog Mm -hmm. it has the name of another music notation company in it Mm -hmm. and he's not affiliated with them at all but because of that people would be like oh i heard uh you pissed off this company and we didn't we pissed off this blogger guy Mm -hmm. but so anyway, he basically killed all the buzz that we had. What was his? What was his? Uh, what's that? Uh, that music? Uh, <laughs> that like marching band music book or like from like elementary school that everyone played out of? Uh, I had essential elements. I don't know if that was. I think that's what yeah. the, it has. All like the the drum rudiment books and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> like his his uh, blog was essential elements at four twenty blaze it dot dot blog talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I can't confirm that that's his uh, URL. At, <laughs> telling people your email is email address is at four twenty blazeit dot com <laughs> is the funniest thing in the world. Like, it's like, like real, that means real professional start. It's real professional, but that also implies that like you have a website called four twenty blazeit dot com, <laughs> and that's the website your email is attached to. Well, either you have the website, or you're a big fan <laughs> of that website enough that you're like, my primary email address should be four twenty blazeit dot com. Brandon Shaw at four twenty blazeit dot com. <laughs> oh uh, man. Uh yeah. So your app didn't go well. So it didn't, it didn't come off the yeah. ground. Is what you're going saying. Going into the Kickstarter then, because he pointed out like, look, they made it with a fake app maker app, mm-hmm. and he was able to determine that. And we didn't really. Did you guys sue this guy for defamation mm-hmm. and killing your business? No, because you probably have a case. I don't know. But he basically killed all the buzz going into the Kickstarter. We got nowhere close on the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what you could do? Here's how you build your case. You go look at all the other companies that have since um, created what you guys have done and and quantify their the the metrics of how much they've made since the inception of whatever they 
uh, what your thing that you guys are trying to build and then sue him for, for damages what yeah the damages you would have or the money you would have made um had he not impeded your business by defamation and sullying your name and your business defamation practices. is a interesting word because it's one of those words that every time i hear it I go, wait, it's, what it's did one, he just say? It's one letter away from defecation. Yes. I'm like, what did he well, just it's pretty say? Much, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like defecation. Defamation is like someone crapping on your name. Right. So it's like, it's, it's, uh. It's name defecation. Yeah. Defamation. Yeah. It's like really, it's like, it's like pooping, but with a really good aim. Like a really specific target. Yeah. Uh, my name specifically. Yeah. And Ja Rule, in this case, his name. Yes, Ja Rule's name, Jeffrey Atkins. That's, that's his name? No. Name? Jeffrey? He, he started the Atkins diet. All right. Ja Rule <laughs> eats no carbs. <laughs> Jeffrey's his name? Yeah, Jeffrey Atkins. That's really good that he changed his name to Ja Rule. Well, maybe he didn't is change it, his is, name. Is but... it Brandon? <laughs> well, it's better than Jeffrey Atkins. Yeah. I mean, you, I guess sa- you couldn't really rap with that name. No, he sounds like a college professor. Yeah. Like, I would probably take economics from him. It would probably be a great being a class. College professor? There's nothing wrong with that. You're a college professor. Yeah. I wouldn't call myself a professor. You profess things in front of people. If you phrase it that way, sure. Yeah. I do phrase it that way. Well, then maybe I need to change my name to Jeffrey Atkins. Or, or Ba Rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like Bisha Rule. No, that's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. I don't think there's anything there. Uh, what other news uh, <clears throat> happened this week? Chris Brown was uh, oh. de- was detained in Paris on rape allegations, but has since been released with no charges. Oh, really? I didn't know he was released. Yeah, he's since been he was released like the same day or the next day okay. with no charges filed against him or anything. Damn. And, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, good for him if he's innocent, right? Which he has been proven to be by the court of law. So, I hope. The the alleged woman gets the support and the whatever she needs out of this as well. No hard feelings to her. Are you a Chris Brown fan, like musically? Do you think he's a good musician? I haven't uh, done a deep hurry up, dive. Say what, hurry up, say what you need to say so I can. I, <laughs> so, I, so I can get to my thing. Yeah. I haven't done a deep dive on Chris Brown. I know a couple songs. Um, Which songs do you know? Like, uh, what's the one? Embarrass Yourself. I know the bass line. Fine, uh, fine. China. Fine China, yeah. Uh-huh. That song's cool. So the only Chris Brown songs you know are the ones you've been forced to play? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Um, or or to DJ. Although do li- I don't, I'm I, I'm not gonna go as deep as you would on DJ. Do you listen to uh you listen do you listen to a whole lot of R and B? Uh, it depends. Yeah. Because uh, that's a wide category. Yeah. Uh. So I think it'd be it'd be it'd be better to artists. say it's a it's a deeper category. It's a deep category. Oh, deeper. Tell you who I don't listen to anymore. And I have a hard time. Uh, is R. Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No one. Uh, no one I know still listens to R. Kelly. Uh, so. We played uh, Ignition at a gig. Um, oh, I would have refu- I would have refused to play it. Okay. So, uh, that song always kills. Yeah. For sure. It's a great song. And then the year ended, and then the, like early January, all that stuff came out. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, there's already been stuff out, right? But we knew this ten years ago. But right. Continue. But like it got more intense. But we were like, there hasn't been a documentary, so like, we're, we're, we're probably cool, right? 
we can bump uh feeling on your booty <laughs> right uh and so we we played it at a gig and i was like yeah i don't know i'm gonna be really hesitant to do this but i was like you know what it always kills not i feel like not everyone knows maybe we'll try it we tried it clear the dance floor some really? people yeah some people like shaking their heads oh wow so like we're we're done and it was your call to play that song ultimately uh ultimately yes <laughs> not was. to throw you under the bus i'm just yes, curious yeah oh man well now you know i had to try was and it, what, now the, I know. what was the um what was the makeup of the crowd what was the demographics of the crowd it was, uh, it was a, a half white half asian wedding okay yeah what was the age range like our age was Which the is, couple because i'm 52 oh i'm 16 <laughs> oh okay okay well, then, yeah. so somewhere between our ages and both our lawyers are present just so like <laughs> there's no funny stuff going on <laughs> whoa <laughs> no uh so yeah so in like the mid mid to late 20s yeah mid to late 20s and then the their parents uh yeah that's and, interesting and that generation that's interesting um oh, yeah. yeah i wouldn't have played ignition for that crowd <laughs> Especially amidst all of the uh, the controversy. Yeah. Well, now we're we're done with it, and we've replaced it with "I Like It," the Cardi B song. Oh no, I don't even want to know. That goes over really well. And <sighs> here's why: is because we're basing it. They did a, a live version on the AMAs. Yeah, I saw it. So we're, we're playing like that. So you do all like the salsa grooves and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty tight. <sighs> so hack. It's pretty tight. No, no. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> So Brandon, not a Chris Brown fan. Um, Chris Brown, I think, uh, is another is one of those guys who, unfortunately, like his reputation for his personal life has like sullied um, or kind of overshadowed his like abilities and talents. I think he's probably the most talented male R and B pop performer out right now, and probably of the last ten years. If not, wow. I mean, if not 20 years, to be honest. I mean, in terms of dancing, uh, dancing and singing and number of hit records and consistent albums and consistent billboard singles and all of that, he's he's definitely up there. He's probably number one, in my opinion. And I think he would be he would be acknowledged universally as number one had, you know, he had not such a checkered past. Like if his... Past was present. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, but yeah, I think he'd be like the the LeBron James of R and B pop mm-hmm. music right now for sure. Because he was on track to be that for a while. Um, there was nobody touching what he does, and then you know, hey, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Who, <laughs> who, uh, who's who? Do you think has? Uh, overshadowed him i don't think anyone's overshadowed him i think he overshadowed himself but um there are people occupying the space that i think he'd be in um otherwise um i think bruno mars for sure yeah i think he him him exiting not exiting but moving aside um the lane he was in left room for guys like bruno mars justin timberlake too to be honest uh yeah but justin timberlake uh, did you listen to the last album careful what which one the Man in the Woods? Yeah. No, I didn't listen. Oh, I listened to the singles and they were really bad. So. Yeah, it's not very good. Why did you say careful? Are you a big Justin Timberlake Well, no, because I thought you were going to uh, say Justin Timberlake. You're like, I don't know. I think he's like a, a level above Chris Brown. <laughs> I literally thought that's what you were going to no. say. I was like, whoa. 
no. Uh, no, I was going to say his last album. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I was like, huh? You don't like Supplies, dude? It's a good song. No, it's not a good song. It's a terrible song. I think Justin Timberlake would have a much more successful and lucrative film career if he would just lean into that. I think he's... Yeah, like um, The Social Network. He's great in that movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Out of Time? Have you seen that? uh, I haven't seen uh, it. I really want to. Yeah, they got like the time stamp on their forearm. Like time is the currency. That's in you shaking... Hands at the forearm is how you transfer money. Time is the currency. That's like, uh, we're talking like last week's episode. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's all right. Yeah, he's good. He's in Shrek. He's Uh, in Shrek? He's in a couple of those. He's in in like Shrek Shrek 3 or Shrek Shrek 2 or 3. I think you're thinking of Trolls. No, he's in Shrek, man. He's like the prince or something. Yes, yes. Not the you know, first actually, one. You know what? He's I in don't, the second or third I don't want to doubt your movie knowledge. Cause yeah, don't do that. <laughs> you My can Kung see, Fu is very strong. You can see a movie, half the movie, once. Yeah. Or as you proved last week, 20 <laughs> minutes of Indiana Jones. 40 minutes. The first 20 and the last 20. Yeah, okay. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Fact check. And uh, be like, oh, man. Do you remember that one joke from uh, 43 minutes into the movie when this person said this and then this person from across the room says this really softly? Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you re- What? How do you remember Man, that? I don't know. I have a good memory when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I think, I honestly think I would... So they put Jeopardy episodes on Netflix, and it's the greatest thing in the world because I'm oh. a huge Jeopardy fan, and I think I'd be really good at Jeopardy. Actually, I know I'd be good at Jeopardy because I watch it at home and I score myself. Mm. How do you do? I do pretty well. Like, I usually will get, like, I forget how many questions are in each, like, how many answers are in each category. But, like, say there's 10 in each category, I probably will get, like, 7 of the 10. Huh. Correct? Of each, like, you know, how a Jeopardy board works. Yeah. Like some of those two thousand dollar or two hundred dollar, whatever they are, the like the the harder questions are, are pretty hard. And there's some categories I just know nothing about. Like if like you know, presidential history comes up, I don't know anything about that. Like I don't know any presidents. Yeah. I don't know any presidents between Abraham Lincoln and uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know there's Kennedy. Yeah, that's true. I don't know who was before Kennedy. I don't know who. I don't. So yeah, I don't know anybody. I don't know anyone between Lincoln and Kennedy, mm-hmm. and I don't know anyone from Kennedy to Bill Clinton. I know names, but I don't know. I dates know George or Bush Senior existed, but I don't know when. <laughs> existed. He was in He's the. Dead now. He was. Yeah. He died. He recently. was in the. 90s. Were you sad? Uh, Did you mourn the loss of George uh, H? Not Bush really. Senior. I I wasn't like hmm. affected by it. Were you? I I couldn't pick him out in a lineup. I didn't. I don't All know right. the difference between George Bush Senior and Ronald Reagan physically. Yeah, like they're just kind of. If you showed me a picture of Ronald Reagan, it was like, no, dude, that's George Bush Senior. I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I <laughs> believe you. I wouldn't fight you on it at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really keep. I didn't really do a lot of presidential history in in school. I don't mm. know. Um. I can tell you what Barack Obama looks like. What's he look like? He's a uh, tall, kind of an angular face. Mm. Um, real thin build. White dude, right? Um, no, it's darker complected. Uh, uh, complected? Yeah. Is, Is that dark- a word? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh. Black people use it all the time. 
Oh, I've well, I mean, no surprise. I've never right. uh, used that word or heard that word. Yeah, I think yeah, dark complected complexion's a word. I think complected is a word. If it's not, it is now. Having the qualities of a certain complexion, complected. Yeah, that sounds right. If it's not, then oh well. When you define it like that, well, formally, it sounds real. So yeah, <laughs> you know, Merriam-Webster says. <laughs> um, yeah. So the presidents, I don't know a lot, but like most categories on Jeopardy, I do pretty well, especially if they're like pop culture, like music, right? Movies, TV, even like math and, and science. Butter. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. I'm especially good at the episodes on Netflix that I've already watched. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, crushing it. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that to other people. Like, I'm going to learn, I'm going to memorize the first episode, like, really well. Oh, you guys want to uh, throw something on? Oh, Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Have oh, you guys ever watched this show? <laughs> exactly. I've heard a lot about it. Hey, we should, uh, we should play for money. You guys, are you guys interested in doing a little friendly, <laughs> little friendly competition? And just, like, just go around Jeopardy sharking all my friends. <laughs> As soon as the credits hit, you send a Venmo right, request. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like Venmo requests, man. I like the old-fashioned walking up to someone with your hand out. Like, give me that, my Hey, money. man. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no intimidation factor with a Venmo request. It's like, hey, if you, if you first of all, if you even see this, because some people turn their notifications off, if you even see this, when you get around to it, just give me the money you owe me. No, I'm knocking on someone's door or calling them or, you know, we're going to figure it out. <laughs> Me and you together, we're going to figure this out. We're going to figure this whole you giving me money thing out. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Yeah, no. Venmo's crazy, though. It's it's crazy in the in in a world post-Venmo and Cash App and Zelle and all the different like electronic payment um, platforms now. It's crazy to imagine a time where that didn't exist. Yeah. Like, why are did those things just now exist? Because we've had email and, like, online... Like, PayPal's been around for, like, 30 years. Right. Or however long. That's Elon Musk's... Uh, one of his first companies. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That, that explains That's it. how he got uh, his money. That makes sense. It's so weird that no one else tried to... Like, as soon as PayPal came out, you would think, like, Cash App or Venmo would pop up immediately. Right. Like, I wonder what took them so long to be like, no, nah, we'll do it now. Because now, no one uses PayPal. <laughs> And everyone uses Cash App and Venmo. And it's just weird that it took so long. I wonder what the difference is. Like, I wonder why the, the these companies have taken hold and, like, no one's like, uses PayPal anymore. It's funny because I, I know this is uh, the a very, like, first-worldy thing. Mm-hmm. But I read this week that Target is going to now support Apple Pay. And I went, ugh, Finally. Because every That's time funny. I go to Target, I'm like, okay, cool. Here, oh, I have to pull out my card. Ugh. I've yet to start using Apple Pay. Um, it's really convenient. What's um, more convenient about it than your card? Just you, the 10 seconds it takes to pull out your debit card? Well, for one, your phone's probably already out. Okay. Or if you have an Apple Watch, which I do. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not one of those You guys. just click the side and you go, boop, and that's it, and you're done. Uh, sometimes you have to enter your code. But especially if you're holding a two-year-old. Oh, okay. So this is uh, a very specific market you're talking about. <laughs> it's People with Apple Watches who have two-year-old kids. Yes. A gotcha. child small enough to hold. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, it's uh, very convenient. It doesn't cost anything. Um, hmm. Yeah, it just seems like... I don't use it for anything else. Like, I don't... I, gotcha. You can, like, I could send you Apple Pay money like you can with no, Venmo. But I'm not going to do that. Because though. everybody doesn't have it. And I feel like... Apple, I think Apple 
Pay is a lot like the Apple Watch. It's cool if you have it, and I'm sure it makes some things convenient, but like, there's no real justifiable reason as to why you need to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need an Apple Watch. You, you can be just fine with your phone. Yeah. But it's convenient if you have it for some reason. Right. But I'm not going to go out and buy an Apple Watch. If someone gives me one for Christmas, for sure. I'm or if, I find, if I find one on a dead body, day. if I find one on a dead body, <laughs> uh, for sure. <laughs> If they have it on clearance at Best Buy, for sure. If I'm at someone's house and their kid is running around with their parents' Apple Watch and that kid is too young to tell the parents that I took it, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm just perusing the Apple Store and there's a loose Apple Watch Uh out and the, the backs of the employees are turned just right, Mm-hmm. You better believe I'm taking that. And it's watch. Wednesdays when I know that at lunchtime they change the security camera tapes. Then for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, uh, but yeah, I'm not going out of my way for an Apple Watch. Um, I got an I Apple Watch. I will go out of my way for a Soldier Watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have a salute seen to Young it. Draco, Big Soldier, uh, doing this thing. I so you may be able to fill in some gaps for me here. Why is that? Uh, because in my mind, here's everything I know about Soldier Boy. In the same way that you have a big gap in presidents, which I am not able to fill for you, but uh, so you don't know any rappers between no, no. no. So I have <laughs> since Jay Z <laughs> until Kanye West. No, no, no. Well, no. So I know, like in my mind, Soldier Boy's history is uh, his original hit. Oh, dude, paint the picture, please. All right, it's 2006. 2006. The internet and MySpace. Is it 2006? I think so. I feel like it was. I feel like it was earlier than that because I feel like I was in high school. You were in high school in 2006, weren't you? No, I, I was in high school in 2006. Uh, maybe it might have been earlier than that. Maybe like 2000. I feel like it was earlier than that. Maybe 2004 because I was definitely in middle school. Because I remember like dancing or like or something like it. Something like <laughs> dancing uh, to that song. You know what's really funny? What's the name of that song? Uh, crank that. Soldier crank Boy. that. Parentheses, um, Soldier Boy. The funniest thing uh, about DJing, I, I DJ for events and stuff like that. The the funniest thing about DJing uh, weddings and stuff like that, where there's um, a lot of one kind of people, because at weddings that tends to be a lot of one kind of people, especially if like one kind of people are marrying each other. So like if <laughs> they bring their their same one friend, yeah, it's a very similar gene pool. Uh, so anytime I'm DJing a predominantly white wedding, it's always funny to play. Um, the crank that by soldier boy because it's funny to watch people dance to that song who don't know the dance from that there's they don't even know that there's a dance that goes with it so they're right. just like doing their you know doing yeah, their cool white people <laughs> dancing and like <laughs> they don't know that like the steps to the dance are built into the right. song they're just like oh i like this it sounds like i should be having a good time you know it's got That's some <laughs> finger snaps in it <laughs> it's like hey man have you heard this song called cupid shuffle it's really cool i love just two-stepping to yeah. it it's really cool that's like if someone salsa danced to the macarena <laughs> like oh i can get into this and oh, they just start yeah. salsa dancing. fun fact about the macarena when i was in there uh, are no fun facts about the macarena this is a very fun fact <laughs> all right the macarena was such a national phenomenon when it came out mm-hmm. that my elementary school had macarena fridays so after every week every week after the friday morning announcements 
you guys as a collective student body would do the Macarena? Yes, oh. they'd play it over the PA, and we would all do the Macarena. And we didn't think twice about it. We're like, hell yeah. I, w- I wouldn't have said hell yeah because I was in sixth grade. I'd be like, heck where, yeah. Where was this school? This was in um, Washington. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But I was all about it. I was like, yes, my school rules. We got to do the Macarena. I'm going to drink some Futopia later. This is tight. Yeah, until you went to a basketball camp at a school in L.A. and you realize that that the Macarena is not cool. <laughs> you guys do the Macarena here too, right? All the black kids are like, "What? What? What? <laughs> do the what? No, that's cool." Did you ever do the morning announcements at your school? No, I, I always wanted to. Oh, me so too. Bad. Yeah, yeah. I felt like, but at my school, there was like a hierarchy. Like you had to be an ASB, and you had oh, to be. Uh-huh. Uh, there was, I think it was like the secretary or whoever was that office in ASB got to do the, and I wasn't willing to put in the work to like campaign. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I have to do all that. It's like nah. I just want the, I just want the nuclear launch codes. I don't want to have to campaign and become president. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it was for me. Oh yeah. Well, jokes on them because it's kind of like we're doing the morning announcements now because mm-hmm. we have our own. Podcast. We should end every podcast or start every podcast with the pledge of allegiance. <laughs> Please stand. Put your right hand over your heart. Ready? Begin. And we should end every podcast with with the Macarena. (laughs) Or I thought you were going to say like a school bell, like for class to start. Oh. Well, Macarena. Yours was was funny, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Also, other news. Uh, This happened technically last week, but we can talk about it. It's recent enough. Did you watch the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer? Or a teaser trailer? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I was confused because they didn't address that Spider-Man, spoiler alert, vaporized. You think they should just get into like the the big third act, the meat of the the movie, right? Yeah, in the trailer? I mean, so I guess he's back. <laughs> Please explain why this movie should matter in the trailer. Right? Yeah, that's what you think? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Or I, I at least want like um the new Avengers to come out and like for them to tie that up so i know oh spider-man's back well cool another spider well, what movie. if understanding how and when the story takes place is a spoiler for this movie so you can't put it in the trailer have you ever considered that you saying mr movie trailer you review say, man you saying it's gonna be a prequel i don't know it's it could take- be a prequel it could be happening in a par- happening in a parallel universe it could be happening post- uh, you're saying into the spider-verse style yeah we just like jumped in yeah and then went to a different. Did one. you see it in the Spider Verse? I so I didn't, and I really want oh, to. Because here's the it. thing: I'm all about Spider Man. Uh-huh. Uh, not necessarily so much like the new Spider Man, but I loved Spider Man growing up as a kid. So like animated Spider Man, I was all about. And then I'm Spider-Man. also fascinated by crazy ideas like the multiverse. So that's my kind of movie. Yeah, it's, multiverse is a crazy idea for the uninitiated. If you live in the universe. <laughs> yeah. We should get Michio Kaku on here. Do you know who that is? Nope. Michio Kaku is like a... He's like a Neil... De- he's like Asian Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh. Of like... Instead of astrophysics, of theoretical physics. Okay. So he think his He's like a big string theory guy. I think the- theoretical physics are funny. Is like, there... A, um, it could. I don't know. Maybe. It's hey, it's theoretical. Do you think there's a, a, a string ensemble called string theory? There almost oh, has there to be, huh? has to be. And they do <laughs> pop covers for sure. They are all over YouTube for sure. <laughs> String theory. I mean, it writes it. The marketing writes it. It writes does. Itself. Yeah. yeah. 
That's funny. The Spider-Man trailer looks good, though. Have you seen the trailer? Yeah, I you did ha- see the trailer, right? yeah. Um, but I, mo- I spent most of it going, what? I thought, huh? <laughs> um, uh, so as a big watcher of the cartoon series, what did you think of Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, it's... Uh, my, bro- my brother-in-law. <laughs> Wait! Oh! Oh! <laughs> I was like, "Why is it your brother-in-law?" Uh, right. My brother-in-law or future brother-in-law looks a lot like Jake Gyllenhaal. For everyone out there who doesn't understand why Brandon just laughed, that's very even funny. he didn't understand why he just laughed for a moment. <laughs> um, no, what you what you think of Mysterio? Uh, he was cool. Yeah, did you think it looked the suit looks plausible in in like a live action format with the big fishbowl helmet and all that? I guess, yeah. Come on, man, that was the coolest thing. I've I, seen I was in mostly 10 years. just distracted by like trying to tie it back to the, mm-hmm. the Infinity War. Yeah, because here's the thing about Infinity War. So you you were so caught up in like what you wanted it to be that like you couldn't enjoy it for what it is. Correct. How's yes. your marriage, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> is your marriage good? How's your wife? <laughs> <laughs> How are things going with the missus? So, here's the thing. She's nothing like Jessica, that's for sure. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, Avengers Infinity War. First of all, there's going to be the Avengers Endgame. Is that, and that's the end of like this run. It's of, the end of the game, yeah. Of superhero movies, right? It's the end of this current phase, yeah. Of, so of the Avengers. They'll be going to phase three, yeah. Okay. Or, f- f- no, three, for sure. Phase three. Maybe phase four. What was phase one and two? Phase one was like all the like the lead in movies like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, First Avenger, all those movies. And then the first Avengers movie. That was was the end of phase one. And then once the Avengers happened, that movie happened. Everything after that was phase two. Like uh, everything up. I believe it's everything up until where we are to end game is phase two. And then we'll be in phase three. Which will be led out by whatever the new Avengers team is, the Guardians of the Galaxy, that type of thing. Gotcha. Okay, so, because I'm exhausted from um, Marvel movies, so... By exhausted, do you mean totally stoked and can't wait for another one? There's just so... There's like 14 a year. Yeah, man. No one's ever complained about having a bunch of the stuff that they love. I know, but like it's so hard to keep up with. And I'm like, I'm trying to keep up with Do you think the Octomom was like, man, I should have stopped at three. <laughs> Stopped what at three? Having Giving kids. birth? Having... She had eight at a time, though. But no, it was induced that way, though. So she said, "What? No, like she had she... like in vitro." That's what I'm saying. Like it was yeah, like it no, wasn't, it wasn't like... like she wasn't like give me eight. It wasn't babies. like God, our Lord and Savior Yahweh, gave <laughs> <laughs> gave selected three, selected eight eggs out of the cosmos, and. No. Uh, and placed them in her womb and was like, hey, you have eight kids now, all at the same time. Actually, kind on, of. On accident. She didn't say, give me eight kids. She did it in vitro, and I think had had triplets or twins or something before. Yeah. And then, That's what I'm saying. After that, she she should have been like, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so then no more she kids. Been, she should have just edited right there. <laughs> Ran across the, the yeah. stage of her life. Yeah. No, she should have just, she should have not, not done that. Uh, no, but that's my point was she is not saying that because like when you have a lot, like when you have something that you love, of course you want a bunch of it. Like there was a time when there were no superhero movies. So I'm not going to well, complain actually, about. Actually, I'm going to, I'm going to push back on this uh, about having too many things of things. That I you hope love. you do. We need to have a podcast. So I love Star Wars and I feel like Star Wars is getting awful. Marvel. Now we're, now we're cooking. It's getting awful. Marvelly. And I'm like, do what, we what do you really mean by that? need like, like we had. Uh, kind of paint by numbers. The well, that, but then also like there's just so many of them. Like we had 
Uh, but again, I don't think the quantity is is a bad thing if the quality is consistent. And Star Wars, I would argue, it is not. But Marvel, I think, is fairly consistent with their quality. They are consistent. Yeah, but more, much more like, so it's, than It's like Star making Wars. the same movie over and over again. You're like, okay, I get it. For yeah, Star Wars? Hit. No, for, especially. For, for Marvel? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's kind of the same. You're like, oh. And then the guy from the beginning of the movie. That all right, first of all, expect. don't do your hands like that. Don't do your hands like that. <laughs> The guy from the beginning of the movie that we didn't didn't expect. Oh, and the guy, the villain, is trying to tell us that it's a cleansing. He's trying, he wants to wipe out all of humanity, or like spoken by someone who hasn't seen Doctor Strange. I have seen Doctor Strange. Who hasn't seen Black Panther? I have seen Black Panther. I went to Black Panther with you. (laughs) Uh, That's neither here nor there. (laughs) Someone who hasn't seen Thor Ragnarok. I have seen Thor Ragnarok. Someone who hasn't seen Ant-Man 2. I have seen Ant-Man 2. <laughs> All right. Actually, ironically, the only one that I haven't seen is Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, spoken like someone who hasn't seen Spider-Man. There we go. There I we just go. gave it to you. There we go. You got to see You got to see them all before you I'm judge, I'm just man. saying, when I saw Infinity War, yeah. and half of them died, half yeah. of all the Avengers died, I was like, awesome. Half of them vaporized. Ceased, yeah. to, ceased to exist ceased, in this reality. Ceased to exist in this reality. I went, great. This is awesome. This is you the best. You, the franchise ends here. Great. <laughs> this is, we're done. <laughs> cool. I can check Credits. out. Yeah. I can check out. This is a good stopping point for me to hit pause on Marvel. And you thought that's how Disney slash Marvel is going to put a bow on their universe? Is I think m- Killing everyone be... and then moving on to the, the next live action Disney Here's remake. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. In, uh, uh, what is it? The... Which was Star Wars movie? This episode seven, then whatever the new one. Um, I don't know the name. Uh, Last Jedi? No, the one, that was eight. But the one before that. Oh, uh, oh man. Well, anyway. Uh, no, hold on. Uh, uh a new. No, that's no. The Emperor's new groove. The um, episode seven, <laughs> the Emperor's. Emperor Palpatine's new groove. <laughs> no, it was um. The last the, people are screaming. People are <laughs> screaming at their phones right now. Um, the last Jedi before that was Return, not Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Return um, of the Last Jedi. Um, no, what was it? A secret or like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars: The Secret? Um, no, what was it? Because I remember there was a, a, a Force, a Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I was gonna say The Awakening. <laughs> Because I remember in the, I remember that trailer because that teaser trailer was amazing for that movie for the Force Awakens. Because I remember it's just the desert, right? Yeah. And then Finn pops up in a stormtrooper outfit in the desert. And it's like, it's like, well, but before that, it's like, I feel it, an awakening. And then Finn sits up, and I was like, holy crap, I'm gonna go see this movie. Yeah. Uh, so in that movie, Han Solo dies, and they kill off Han. And mm-hmm. I thought, and Han is my character. He's who I grew up with, like. Mm-hmm. He's who I would play. I love Han Solo. And I thought it was great. What if they brought him back as a black actor? No. I'm not protesting the black part. I'm not protesting the black part. I'm protesting bringing him back. Here we go. Here we go. No, I thought it was great that they killed him. I was like, that's awesome. Like, he needs needs to die. It's not that he can't be paid by played by bad black actor. It's that he shouldn't. <laughs> no, he Here shouldn't be go. played by anyone. I know. I'm just because he's dead. Oh, uh, and I feel the same way about the the Avengers: Infinity War. I was like, great, they killed him off. Awesome. 
I think that's a that's better storytelling. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I think that's that's a better way to wrap it up. Like heroes have to die. I feel like you can kill. The philosophy should be you can kill characters either when their character's purpose has been fulfilled, or their death will spark something dramatic in other surviving characters. And I think which I are, think would be a great a hand, setup for phase a, three. Exactly. And yeah. there's a hand, but see the problem with is with the Avengers. It's not a problem, but the thing about the Avengers movie is Infinity War is there is a handful of those characters who died whose completion of their story was done, and those characters died pretty definitive deaths even before the snap, like Loki, mm-hmm. um, Loki Idris, Idris Loki. Elba, or James Bond. Did uh, you say Idris Elbow? Idris Elbow. <laughs> What if Idris Elba's middle name was, or what if his nickname in high school was, or in college was Funny Bone? Oh, all right. <laughs> or Weenus. Um, uh, so yeah, those characters, but there's also a handful of characters in the movie that their character story isn't over, but their death will serve as dramatic tension for other characters like Spider-Man, like Black Panther, like other people of that nature. <sighs> Doctor Strange, his story for sure isn't done. He's just getting started. Yeah, well, because he was like, it was it was the only way. Yeah, I, that was my Doctor Strange impression. That was, was that okay? just terrible. You know, I once heard Benedict Cumberbatch described as not having physical features. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's like a blank face. <laughs> he looks like um, you know, like when people draw like a stick figure face, and it's just like the two dot eyes and like the smile <laughs> smile line. That's what <laughs> he does. Benedict. Have a very small mouth. Yeah, he look he has no features. Like his like if you try to describe his face to a like a. a uh, what do you call it? Like a composite sketch artist? They'd like, they'd go insane. Because you'd be like, well, he has like a nose, but then he kind of doesn't. Uh, he's got cheekbones. They're not really high, but they're not really low either. <laughs> yeah, he's like the perfect. Like if if the world goes to like this weird fascistic like future where like there's facial scanners everywhere, kind of like Minority Report, he'd be like the perfect John Doe. Because the, fa- the scanner would try to scan his face, and it'd be like, cannot read. <laughs> Does not compute. Yeah, man. Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Homecoming. Far From Homecoming. Um, Speaking of movies, I saw Glass. That came out this oh, week. Oh, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Um, don't do that. That's racist. Uh, it's a sequel to Unbreakable and a sequel to the movie Split. Have you seen yes. either of those movies? I've seen Unbreakable. I have not seen Split. Okay. What do you think of Unbreakable? Unbreakable was great. Mm-hmm. It was a really good movie. How'd you like uh, Bruce Willis's performance? Oh, it was great. Samuel was, Jackson. Yeah. You think it was yeah. good? Oh yeah. I remember like thinking back because that was a long time ago. It mm-hmm. feels like a very nappy movie. What does that mean? Meaning that I fell asleep. Is this asleep. a comment on Samuel Jackson's uh, hairstyle in the movie? <laughs> no, it's a comment. It's like my Indiana Jones. Except I wasn't asleep the whole time. It's yeah. just like anytime I would watch it, I would probably fall asleep. If you notice, like Samuel Jackson has probably worn, for a male actor, has probably worn more wigs in his career than any, than anyone else I can think of. Like, even when he had hair... He was put in some crazy wigs. If you don't yeah. believe me, just like Google Samuel Jackson and go to his filmography and look at all like the still like the 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 posters from each movie. They're all crazy, especially the Quentin Tarantino movies. Like uh, yeah. Jackie Brown, like the Negotiator. He had like like brown hair. Like it was just <laughs> it's just weird. Like his wig in Unbreakable is crazy, and in the, it makes a return in Glass as well. And it's 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 crazy. He has uh, like, how was Glass? He has like a, 
Cornell West hair. You know what Cornell West is? I don't. Oh man. I thought you were woke, Brandon. Sorry, man. Cornell West is like a um he's like a black intellectual and like professor i forget what school he's at but he's at like an ivy league school Hmm. and he's like a professor of like ethics or something like that and he's just like a really well-known like black public intellectual Hmm. he's often on build real he's often on real times with bill maher or bill times Times? (laughs) it's real time not real times did i say say real times (laughs) yeah fast times with bill maher (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no he's but he's real smart have you seen oh here, I'll, I'll meet you halfway. You've seen uh, The Matrix uh, Reloaded in Revolutions, right? Of course. He's like one of the council members, the only black council member. And he he's actually got, is? He's got the fro. You know the Zion Council where they're like, Morpheus, this is absurd. Yeah. We, we, we're not here to discuss. Uh, not the one who looks like Barack Obama, the other guy. There's like an old guy on the council with like a goatee and a big afro with like gray and in it. And he's uh, like involved with Jada Pinkett Smith? Yes, but he's not the guy who loves Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, That's a different okay. guy. That guy's in a lot of other stuff. That, but it's the guy. He's on the council. Go Wait, back. so he's an actor and he's the intellectual professor guy. He's an intellectual professor that someone gave him a cameo role because they like who he is. Oh, you know okay. what I mean. He's not an gotcha. actual actor. Like he was just in the movie. Gotcha. But yeah, it's uh, so like kind of how Tony Robbins was in uh, Shallow Hal. I haven't seen Shallow Hell. Was Tony Tony Robbins was <laughs> yeah, in Shallow Hell. He's that movie's crazy because Tony Robbins is like the main catalyst for like the premise of that movie. Do you have you do you know the premise of the movie? I know like he when he views he he as in Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black like sees. I feel like this wouldn't age well. And it the comedy holds up, but it is very the concept of it. The no, the concept even holds up, but the but Jack Black's character now comes off very mean, right? Like, and whereas, like when the movie first came out, we as a society we we're like, that's not mean. Fat people are funny, <laughs> right? Now it's like he he's a very mean character, but the the story still holds up because the. I think the story treats him like he's mean. Like, okay. I mean, that's the whole point. He has to learn that he's a shallow person because right. he thinks he's not shallow because he's attracted to supermodels. But what he needs to realize is like, no, you're a shallow friend only caring about that. And so the movie, the ethics of the movie age as well. But like him as a character, like as a leading man <laughs> with that kind of mentality, he's just a much meaner character now. Gotcha. And it's, it's, it is kind of awkward to watch, but it is a very funny movie. I like Jack Black. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, you should, to... but Tony Robbins like he kicks off the whole like premise of the movie. He like puts Jack Black under the hypnosis, which makes him see really. Oh. He see he sees people for their inner beauty and what they look on look like on the inside. Is so, Tony like, Robbins just a hypnotist, or is Tony Robbins? Tony no, he's Robbins. Tony Robbins. But in the in the fictionalized version of Tony Robbins, he's like a mass. He's like not a master hypnotist, but like he can hypnotize people. You know, that's fine. Like that's his. They get trapped on an elevator together, and he hypnotizes Jack Black into seeing people for what they truly look like on the inside. Okay. It's a good movie. You should watch it. All right. Is that Netflix? I'll watch uh, it after I, I watch Fire. <laughs> you definitely should. Um, yeah. Uh, we're a little over an hour. You got any other news? No, I have man cuddling written on my phone, and I don't know why. That's for after we hit stop. <laughs> oh, that's the. Sorry, I have my to do list up. <laughs> um, no, I think we can. I think we can call it here. All right. Uh, this was fun. This was fun. Let's do a let's do a themed episode soon. Diving deep. 
guys uh thanks for listening we uh yeah be on the lookout for those deep dives when we bring some friends in and pick apart something we have some cool guests lined up so it should be some big name guests unbelievably huge names yeah, you, you big names you won't believe the names that we got drake again said no Ugh. but everyone else you got my hopes up everyone else is for sure locked in so i'm looking forward to it great uh thanks you've been listening to that uh, sounds like we're now it sounds like we're NPR. this has been this has thoughts been. for your thoughts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm derby Murbles. uh no thanks this for listening has been the weekly regular when i'm brandon john and i'm asan williams who's filling in for michelle tafoya who's <laughs> on assignment in kuwait uh and now here's a cover of Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran, played by uh, Tuvan Throat Singers. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, see you next week. Later.